The following broadcast is being brought to you by the Big Mosh Podcasting Network and loyal listeners like you. Become a direct supporter for as little as a dollar a month by visiting us at patreon.com slash Podcast. Take this spark. We'll start a fire. Let it burn you down until your ashes on the ground. What's up, guys? Thad here, back for another awesome episode of Punkmouth Radio. I am not joined by Derek of the Big Mosh Podcasting Network this week. As you all know, today is Father's Day, and Derek is a dad himself, so he's out celebrating with his family. From myself to him, I wish you, Derek, a happy Father's Day. You are an awesome dad and an awesome co-host to have on this show with me, and Coming back to today's um, show, we have two members of the Canada-based band Like Satellites. Leah, Logan, how are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, we're doing pretty great. Doing good. Awesome. Um, For anybody who doesn't know who Like Satellites is, what can you sum up about this band? We are people making music for people who like Warped Tour. Um, and like driving around with the windows down and like airplane surfing out the window and maybe yelling. That's really what we are. Okay. Come, comes down to yelling yeah, that, lyrics. That sounds like a pretty good, uh, summary <laughs> of what we end up doing. Preferably. Yeah. Like go to a mosh pit, but also. Mosh pit, but also vibes. angsty driving. Yeah. But just be careful in mosh pits though, because like they can get pretty rowdy and dangerous and whatnot. Yeah, especially avoid with the, the shows crowd. that I've been to. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Um. Crowd killing is not good. Don't do it, guys. Not it's, good. Just be make- wary of it. Just be wary of it. But like yeah. some of the shows that I've gone to here, there, uh, I have one friend in particular. If he listens to this, he'll know who he is. He um, moshes in a Gumby costume. <laughs> I love is, your friend. Yes, which is literally the best thing I've ever witnessed in my entire that life. That sounds incredible. It is, and it's it's even more of a sight to behold in person. But I honestly am like teeter tottering more towards I don't know somehow moshing in public for the first time ever in a Power Ranger costume because I'm a giant Power Rangers fan. So it's like, oh, that's yeah. that sounds pretty good. You should do it. I, I'm probably gonna do it at some point. I just need to be propelled enough by life and I external ha- forces. Uh, I had a weird bad experience early on with moshing where. A dude had like a like a flat brim fitted hat snapback mm-hmm. and he's just going all around and like the brim just goes straight into my eye and I wanted to die wow. for a little bit. That sounds it was like dying. Great. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Uh, I do not mosh nearly as much anymore because <laughs> of that. I um, stay out of the pit because I'm a wimp. I'm everybody's scared. a softy on the inside. I'm scared someone will pull out my nose ring. It's like a very real fear. <laughs> yeah, that 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 just picturing that, I I definitely be more precautious if I were you. That's mm-hmm. yeah, not what I want. So, where did you guys come up with the band name like Satellites? 
Okay, so I got this one. Yeah, I go got for it. it. I, I don't like even know the answer to this. <laughs> an old song that I was writing um, back in another band like forever ago. And um, the song was terrible, um, really bad song, but it had this one line that was like, we are like satellites. Um, and I guess that just stuck with me. So when it came time to name the project that it morphed into, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's what this feels like. So it's sort of a throwback to all the crap I had to put up with to get here. <laughs> well, hey, at least you're here and you're, you, you know, you're around, you're putting your creative juices into something that is clearly um, manifesting into something cool because you guys have a debut single coming out pretty soon. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah, indeed. Yes. Yeah. Um, June 29th, we have our single Muscle Memory coming out. And we are super looking forward to that. Yeah, we're doing pre-orders right now. They started on my birthday. And um, so we're pre-ordering them. Um, It's on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play Music, and Bandcamp. Now, is this the the only song you guys have up for pre-order now? Or is there there, like more coming when the actual singles is released? This is the only song right now that is like recorded and ready to go. But we're looking at sitting down probably with Sam, who did this single, um, to record an EP this winter. So there won't be too much of a wait between them. Right. Sam being Sam Guyana. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna... First name basis. For anybody who doesn't know, um, producers in Toronto, he's pretty great with all the local pop punk bands and alt rock bands. Hmm. Do you guys have a sort of a extensive history with sam and the way he's the the records that he's produced before you guys you know he um actually came very highly recommended because our buddies in carried away and arbor's lane work with him all the time yes um i think you talked to arbor's lane you probably talked to i did i did speak to arbor's lane at one point i still want them on the show if you guys are listening hit me up I will message them and be like, you need to go talk to Thad. So yeah, um, when I was looking for stuff like that, I was talking to Alex from Carried Away and Jenny from Arbor's Lane, like, hey, we need a producer. Um, And they were like, he's super chill. He's really good. He does the best work in town. So we went to him and he was really good and super chill and he does the best work in town. (laughs) (laughs) That's always good when recommendations actually follow through with how they've been amended. I feel like in this day and age, it's kind of hard. I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just a bit of a slippery slope when you're coming to find somebody that can truly understand what you want to do musically and creatively and help you flourish that in the most realistic sense possible. God, yeah. And Toronto is filled with like almost exclusively basement producers, which is cool and totally a vibe. But I feel like for this band, um, we wanted that really big sound that just like hits you right in the face and you really need a studio for that. Yeah, it's it it needs the uh, yeah, as you said, just kind of the level of production and like polish, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, So clearly you guys have been making music together for a while, separately then together as a group and. Who are some of your influences for what you've written and what you plan to write? <laughs> it's wildly different. This, yeah, this is going to go like, in some directions. Different ways. Um, go for it. I would say that I'm mostly influenced by like, We Are the In Crowd, yes. Paris, Paramore. Yes. Um, 
all of that like whole scene i really love the new against the current um i like live in that bubble um i'm not digging the new 1975 oh no yeah i i'm not digging it either sorry guys but i i'd rather take fickle friends over the 1975 to be honest yeah yeah um that yeah i feel like there's a a root of a good song in there but it's just like it's buried with that guitar riff (laughs) riff, though it's like a it's like a bad joy division song it's weird i wouldn't say bad it's just not not, what i want yeah (laughs) but yeah i'm just gonna throw some hot takes here and and then logan is like from an even weirder place yeah like i started like as the stereotypical bass answer of uh i started listening to a lot of red hot chili peppers growing up okay so that became like like flea became a huge inspiration of just like all the weird melodic things and people generally refer to him for his like kind of slap stuff early on like all the slapping and popping right but uh the thing that drew me in was the stuff in stadium arcadium that um uh, all the like interesting melodic and chordal stuff that he was doing with the bass, mm-hmm. it just like really struck with me, and uh, that's kind of stuff that I like—just melodic bass lines and stuff like that. And then going from there, there was like a lot of indie rock from like mid two thousands, like The Strokes and uh, Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that. Thankfully, not new Arctic Monkeys. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking God. of speaking of things that are uh, <laughs> kind of not good, a bit of a letdown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Jeez. <laughs> Not here for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I really liked AM, too. Yeah, yeah AM's AM great. was a good, a, a solid record, but I, you know, you know, it's like when you take that much of a time off in between records and you come back in a, in an era that it's just, I feel like now music is in a weird place where it's like a lot of old is being mixed with new and a lot of new is being mixed with old and it's like it's getting sort of hard to sort of differentiate genres from each other i mean people can agree to disagree and if anybody disagrees with you you're more than welcome to but just from my perspective i feel like there's a lot of there's there's a huge shift going on with the way music is being made not even just from a producer standpoint and and just uh just the way music is recorded but the way music is actually influencing others to make music and it's like i i don't know what it is but arctic monkeys just didn't really hit that spot i i thought it i i thought they would you know be able to hit and it's like when you take a a band like five seconds of summer for example purely pop rock pop punk on their first two albums and they this new album that they just dropped on Friday, Youngblood, it's a total shift from pop rock and punk uh pop rock and pop punk. I almost get those tongue tied all the time. Um <laughs> they do something completely different with like indie pop and synth pop synth pop and, and still have elements of their roots from their first two albums and it's just a beautiful co- cohesive a uh, 16 track album that I honestly didn't expect would actually be as good as it is. Huh. Yeah, there's been a lot of that recently where it's like you see something and you think you know where it's going to go and then it goes somewhere different and it's either amazing or it's just it's it's hit or miss. It's a, it's a very I feel like it's like music right now is in like a very experimental stage. Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like a lot of people consider like rock music, uh, in quotes to like be dead or like guitar driven music. 
Um, and like everybody's trying to like figure out something to like freshen that genre up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think- because I, I feel like I, I'm not sure how the uh, alternative or metalcore scene is in Toronto, but in, like in like alternative or metalcore as a genre, it hasn't been really been doing so well these past couple of years in terms of um just the way it's being marketed and the the amount of bands that are coming through New York every year and whatnot. And it kind of it's 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 a weird it's just a weird time. But, you know, thankfully, um, there are great local bands that have been doing what they can to keep the genre alive and keep the scene alive, keep kids coming out to shows and things of that nature. And it's like it's it all goes to show that like a lot of what we support is what's going to end up staying around the longest. Yeah, I For sure. I honestly think that in the internet age, um, stuff like this, where you're, you know, having a podcast, having a chat, that's like the best thing that you can do for getting your scene to interact with other scenes. Because I think everybody's kind of stuck in their hometown these days. Everything's so spread out. A few years know? ago, everybody wanted to get out of their hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't now- that the, the stereotype? Everybody's got to get out of their hometown. Yeah. Eat some pizza. I, I would get out of my hometown, but. Write three yeah. records about a girl that broke your heart. Of course. Uh, check. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess most of our songs are about a girl. So. That broke my heart. No, not actually. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was saying now. I lost my track, train of thought. It happens. Trust me. It happens more. It happens to me more than um, you'd actually think. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Do so. you guys have a favorite song you've been listening to lately? Or favorite okay. album per se? It's gonna be two very different answers again. Uh, yeah, I guess you go first. I'll, I'll uh, I'm currently jamming um, Vista, their yes. newest album. <laughs> um, we actually, I think that I told you, but it hasn't been announced yet. So sh- we just not shush. Actually, it's okay. Um, we actually signed a PR deal with Hope from Vista. 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. That starts tomorrow. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> so if you start to see us, thank For, Hope. Of, of, of sure. Of course. I will definitely do that. And shout outs to Hope and Greg from Vista. You guys are awesome. Um, fun fact, Vista is actually going on their Bloodlust tour pretty darn soon. Um, I will be posting the, uh, the link will be posted in the uh, description box under this uh, post when you guys see it on punkround.com with the link to the uh, tour dates and where you can get merch. And there's also, I believe, VIP. I'm not sure if it's for the entire tour, maybe just for one date, but um, all that info will be available. And if you haven't already, like literally check out Vista's new single, Witch Hunt, produced by Kenneth Mount and Zach Odom two amazing producers and it's a really 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 good track and i was thoroughly surprised when i heard it for the first time um yeah they're great people great musicians and i cannot wait to see them pretty darn soon i'm really jealous they're not coming to canada they on this will. tour. They will. they will eventually and i am hoping that they'll let us open for them or play with them you're you're hoping hoping <laughs> <laughs> Harass hope. <laughs> hope. Terrible wordplay. Sorry. I, I love it. I'll go home now. Yeah. You Don't are go home. home. You're still on the podcast. 
<laughs> well, the twist is we are, she is home. Yeah, so. this is my oh, home. even yeah. better. So look, you got nowhere else to go. Yep, pretty much. I mean, you yeah. could go uh, to like Pizza Pizza and get some pizza. I really like that pizza. Really, really. I've, I've no one in Toronto like. Yeah, I feel it. like it's like a thing in Toronto. We Nobody really likes Pizza it. Pizza. No. Wait, don't you live in New York? Is I live like... in New York, but my dad lives in Canada. And I, oh, when I go visit him, it's like one of the main... Like, that's fair. Yeah. Because I was saying, like, New York is like the hub of just great pizza. Yeah. It is. For most, for the most part, it's definitely the hub of great pizza. But, like, I kind of... I also like pizza that's out of state, which is really cool. Because it's like, you get to try new things, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you ask anyone in Toronto, we'll tell you that pizza, pizza, pizza is... is just like cardboard with some cheese on it. So what do you prefer instead of pizza pizza? Oh, what do I usually get? I usually get like a, there's a local place that's just right behind my apartment. That's really good. Um, there's a local place that's not near me at all, but it's called Diamond Pizza and it's Montreal style pizza. And it is dope. What is, what is Montreal style pizza? That's a it's good question. Like, it's like thicker and it's, it's got like the toppings. If you have like pepperoni and stuff, it goes under the cheese. Right. I've had Montreal style pizza before. Okay. Have you? Yeah. I have family in Montreal. So, like, I last time I went was around August of last year. Yeah. And we had pizza. It was, it was different. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of toppings going under the cheese. I'm used to it going over the cheese, but it's, it, it's, it's a interest, it's an interesting mix for sure. For sure. They use different spices, too, so it's like, it's... Which, not really good for you, but, you know. Okay, let's... <laughs> wow. Let's just talk While about your subject of food, um, what is one food you can eat constantly and not get tired of? You go first. Uh, one food I could eat, I could eat, like, sushi forever. Sushi? Um, wow. Yeah. It's... Oh, sushi is life. I've never it's actually so good. had sushi. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I could have bubble tea all day, every day. I could live on bubble tea. I wonder if that's even possible. I don't. I think don't think so. it would be healthy. I think I would die. To be fair, I don't think living on sushi would be healthy either. Please don't. Uh, yeah, because that's I a lot of it. raw fish. Like, and, and yeah, I feel like would, there's a mercury issue going yeah, on there. That would be. That'd probably not be good. That's, <laughs> uh, so, what flavor bubble tea? Oh, I I change it up. I change it up. Um, my fave fave is actually honey with aloe vera. Um, shout out to aloe vera for rescuing me from my bleach burns. Also, <laughs> <laughs> aloe vera is that one thing that um, cures almost any. I have a plant growing in my window, and when I got my hair redone, because I'm bottle blonde, um, we had to just put aloe vera everywhere. Are you saying your hair is not naturally just white? No. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Crazy. I'm also not a redhead. Everyone thinks I'm a redhead. Yeah, well. Just <laughs> nice boring brunettes here. Fuck off. Brunettes are cool. They're yeah, we're, we're, we're all right. We're, we're, you know, we're not the best, but everybody neutral. is cool, no matter what your hair color. There That's we go. True. There's the inclusionary answer to that. Yeah. Incl it's all about the inclusion, dude. It's Pride mm -hmm. Month. You gotta include everybody. Yeah, we're gonna- Has uh, New York had- have you guys had your pride yet? Um, that's a good question. I'm probably just gonna Google that right now and see if it actually happened yet. I don't oh. think it did. No, it happens uh Sunday the twenty fourth. So you gotta go to Pride. We're going to Pride. I gotta. I want to go, pride. but I'm actually working a show that night. So. Oh. I can't. oh. 
but we we're open, doing we, it to help some friends out, so that's, that's really that's nice of you. Yeah. I figured yeah. why not? I like helping bands and just helping people and you know, any way I can to just make life a little bit easier for anybody that comes into my life. Like I wanna do that because you know, life is life is rough sometimes and like Sometimes we all wish we just had that one person just give us a just give us a little push to get to where we want to be, and that's the kind of person that I try. I try my best. You succeed. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But yeah, if anyone's listening and they're from Toronto, we are actually going to be at the Toronto Pride Parade as well as Paramore. So Paramore's on Monday. We're gonna have discount codes and maybe some free codes for Muscle Memory. But yeah, and then Pride this weekend in Toronto. Um, same deal. We're going to be handing out some really drinking fancy. wine in the streets. Yeah, I'm going to be drunk, but I'll give you a business card anyway. Please, ca- please, please carry yourself responsibly while doing that. Oh, of course, yes. Um, I would definitely not. Uh, as as I'm... much fun as drunk in public, getting drunk in public sounds. It's just be careful. Yeah, of course. Uh, make sure it's legal Drink or you know kids. that too. That too. make sure people are okay with it. That, I mean, I'm. And course. definitely don't carry bottles outside of the premises that you're drinking. It's allowed. It it's is allowed. Wait, in it's Toronto. allowed. What? Yeah. Toronto I'm Pride. Well, just specifically, specifically during Pride. Yeah. There's Generally gonna be, not. There's going to be wristbands and everything to indicate that you're overage right. and allowed to just have liquor. Wow. I'm jealous. Yeah. It's I need to move to Canada, guys. It's great up here. I I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, although, like, I think we downgraded recently politically, so that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Political that's downgrades are never a good sign about anything, anybody moving anywhere to exact. Yeah, it's 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 a world right now. It's, uh, it's a little crazy. Definitely. That's what punk music is for, though. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just getting... So we're going to need a lot of punk music. Punk music, pop rock music. We just need music in general because I feel like people often feel like us musicians have it easy when it comes to sort of like just putting our feelings on paper and lining it up with some chords and some melodies and just making it sound nice and stuff. But it's really not like that. It's it's a lot more of a process in order to really get your point across to whoever's listening what you're trying to say and how you're trying to say it. and it's like there have been albums that i listen to where it's like the 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 message the person's getting across to me actually made sense and it actually applied to my own lighting what i'm getting at here is what has been an album or song anything by one of your favorite musicians that has really gotten uh like inspired you or motivated you in a way or emotionally touched you in a way Ooh, Ooh. that is a hard question those are my favorite kinds let's of questions. see um i guess i can start uh sleep by citizen is one that like just oh some of the lines in that song are just so brutal and i just like felt them so deep it's like oh are some of them even tattoo worthy maybe but i don't i don't know that i would tattoo um any lyrics on me i generally go for would be more interested in more imagery and stuff. Right. Yeah. I think that I'm going to go like with an album as a whole, and mm. I'm actually going to go with All We Know Is Falling by Paramore. Good choice. Um, I swear, like I was, I was young when that came out, and I was just starting in music, 
And I had never really heard another girl doing that Mm -hmm. um, where they were just out there doing what the boys did. It wasn't like, oh, this is a girl band. They were just a band that had a girl as their singer. And it was sort of a little bit mind blowing to me. And I mean, I was told about a hundred thousand times that I couldn't do that, but now I'm doing it. So (laughs) even better. It's, 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 it's a great feeling when you, you tell, you show people that doubted you that you can do what they told you that you couldn't do in the first place, you know, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important that we have albums like that to inspire girls to make music in particular. I think that there are so many men doing this and not enough women. That's true. Definitely. And if not like, if like, if it's not one thing that like not enough girls are doing music, it's like, it also kind of comes down to the genre too, because it's like people don't really hear a lot about female fronted post hardcore bands, female fronted, uh, synth pop bands which are a bit more common than usual but then Mm -hmm. it's like when you get to the genres that really have a sort of like rare or very like i wouldn't say exclusive per se but more like of a spotty fan base and like just in terms of demographic and whatnot it's like people kind of overlook that stuff it's like why aren't you paying attention to this it's it's like if it's like it's one thing when girls do things that guys normally do but it's another thing when they do like when they do something completely like out there in terms of music and do like do it in some cases even better than guys do and it it, uh, me me personally i'm one to listen to a lot of female fronted female fronted bands female female vocalist band i i list like obviously my favorite band is paramore and um I, I also really, really love Paris and another band I've been really listening to um, ever since like November of last year is Eat Your Heart Out. They're from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, they're dope. They're very dope. And their EP that they released, Mind Games, was probably one of my favorite surprise releases of 2017 because it just came out of nowhere. And then the subject material on that record is just so deep and it, it has a lot of weight to it. And um just everything that that band does, it's just like, I, I really hope they can come over to the U.S. soon and play some shows because I would definitely see them. They're super fucking. Also, not too far from them, um, Tonight Alive, because Tonight Alive is great. There's no doubt. Stan Atlantic yeah. is coming to you guys soon, too. Hmm. Yeah, they just announced a tour with the thing. Oh, did they? I didn't even know that. Yeah, they announced a tour that is headed over to the U.S. Hmm. I want to say it's with Neck Deep, but I could be wrong. That sounds about right. I think they've toured together before or something like that. Yeah, Stan Atlantic is great. They're another, for people who may not know, they're another Australian band. Kind of like, there's obviously going to be comparisons to like bands like Tonight Alive, both being Australian, female fronted. But also they do sound alike. (laughs) They do sound similar, uh, but they're great. Um, I'll definitely have to check them out now. Yeah. uh, I know they're killer. Um, yeah, I, I was just to your point just before, um, I find I, I find I'm similar in a lot of ways where I find I listen to a lot of female fronted bands and like female musicians. Um, I've been listening to like a lot of, uh, always and churches and Mr. Wives and uh, yes. things, two other which, very good bands, churches yeah. and Mr. Wives. Oh yeah. yeah. Always is from Toronto. Yeah. Always is a Toronto band. All, oh. all the vase with their their v's forget about that sometimes yeah they're a good band i've never heard of them 
you haven't oh they're they're uh, like there's just this killer garage rock like throwback like old school style like lo-fi indie rock stuff and oh I'm uh, a sucker for indie rock, so like, yeah, I'm so yeah. I, I'm definitely. I think I think you. I would think you would definitely like them. There's a lot of great stuff, and the last album that they released last year was just killer. Oh, so good. I'm excited. I'm discovering new music as I'm doing a podcast. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel. I feel like we're just sharing everything that we like, and we're just like, okay, go listen to this and listen to this. Of course, and Perfect. bringing me to my next point on things that we like. Um. What are your favorite shows on Netflix or any sort of streaming service to watch? Oh god. What have you been watching um, lately, per se? Uh it's not on any streaming service, but I'm really big on Gotham right now. Uh okay. But, which is wrapping up. Um that show started real weird and started real slow, but then it started in, it's basically just uh a weird origin story for like Batman, but it's not focused on Bruce Wayne, it's focused on Jim Gordon. Yeah. And like all the supervillains like coming up and like the progression of that show just being like this weird like cop procedural in the first season. Mm-hmm. And then in the most recent season, it's just been this batshit insane. Uh, For lack just, of a better pun, because you used bad shit. Oh, man, I didn't even realize <laughs> I did that. Uh, but yeah, that show is pretty great. Um, what else? I don't I can't even think right now what I've, I I've been watching. I am still not over Penny Dreadful. I've been trying to get over Penny Dreadful. I'm watching Westworld, um, but it hasn't replaced Penny Dreadful. <laughs> um, yeah, what you is were, Penny you were... Dreadful about? I've always heard about it, but never really like dove into it. I don't even know how to describe Penny Dreadful. Um, um, no, I got this. Okay. I got this, I promise. <laughs> um, She's like, relax, I got this, all right? That's good. You don't even like Penny oh, Dreadful. I, um, no, I do. I, I've watched a little bit of it. I just never... I'll eat you. Okay, Tiny um, Dreadful is like, it's got Frankenstein's monster and various other like classic, romantic, horror. Clima- classic horror figures in mm-hmm. it. Um, and they've created this little world focused around one character. It's just, it's, it's just this crazy little like mind fuck of, it's, it's a giant crossover. Yeah, it's just this like, it's real, a giant crossover. It's this real dark, just gothic, yeah. uh, like Victorian era. It apparently inspired a show. lot of um, Paris's All We Know of Heaven album. Oh, okay. Um, there's one so- separate. Uh, yeah, separate. Has, that is inspired by Penny Dreadful. Like literally has like a line from yeah. the show yeah. in, as a lyric. Yeah. So like, that's what Penny Dreadful is. I can't describe it. It's you have to watch it. <laughs> okay, I'll definitely yeah. give it a shot once I finish rewatching uh, uh, season six of Voltron Legendary Defender because season six oh. was just absolutely insane. Oh my goodness! Oh, that sounds pretty great. I've never yeah. watched it. I'm sorry. Can it's, you explain it to me? Okay, so I'm gonna totally geek out here for a second. Oh, uh, please. Perfect. So, Voltron was an old cartoon that got brought over from Japan and dubbed for American audiences back in 1984 with Voltron Legendary... with Voltron Defender of the Universe. And, um, the... Like, in the intro of that show, the guy who's doing the, uh, narration of the opening, like, the intro and stuff is Peter Cullen, who did the voice of Optimus Prime, who does the voice right, of Optimus yeah. Prime from all the Transformers uh, shows and movies and whatnot. And um, yeah, that was pretty much like everybody's little brother, like every like every little brother's favorite show to watch other than Transformers 
or anything on TV in the 1980s before Power Rangers. And it has a concept similar to Power Rangers because they, um, they're five pilots. They all control five robotic lions that combine into one giant, like, lion robotic humanoid robot that fights evil monsters and stuff. The same way Power Rangers have their zords that form into a megazord and all that. And, um, uh, Voltron is, it's very different because, like, it's had different iterations over the years. And the current iteration that we're in now, um, the two people who have, ex- who are executive producers on the show worked on Avatar The Legend of Korra. So they Ooh, took, nice. they took their, um, they took their experience with that show and world building and bringing in new characters and giving them story arcs and helping, like, have, each have like helping each character like grow into their own personality and their own defining moments things of like that things of that nature within the voltron universe and like these past five seasons up to now season six have just been a an intense ride and there is one episode in this season particular episode five which um features a fight scene between two of the pilots of two pilots of the voltron team um, I'm not going to say for, for, for four reasons why, but, um, it is hands down one of the best animated fight scenes I've seen in a really long time. Oh, that sounds great. Shit. It's, it's incredible. I, I, I think I, I think you sold me on watching it because yeah. I'd heard, I heard, I, I knew of the show, the original show, uh, but I was born like just a couple of years too late to like get into it. Yeah. Um, but then I heard about this like reboot that had happened recently, and uh, I just didn't know anything about it. But that sounds awesome. It's I so lo- good. If you loved Avatar: The Last Airbender, if you loved Legend of Korra, you're definitely gonna love this show, hands down. I I super love any like character driven shows like that. Like I'm just gonna just to match your your nerding out thing. I'm just gonna like just shout to everybody in the world that they should just watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Of because course, because that show is so good. It is. And it's probably one of the it's 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 one of not only is it one of Josh Whedon's most notable works, but it's it's just a really good show. It's one of the best shows ever, I would say. Like it's it's not as good as Penny Dreadful. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> um we yeah, we could yell at each other for days about just random TV shit. Um, yeah, I've been watching not only, uh, Voltron, but, um, I've been also catching up on the last cup, the last few episodes in this season of Supergirl that just finished. Oh, and, nice. Um, I finished Flash already because I made it, a, I made it like imperative to like make sure I watch every single episode of the Flash and don't fall behind one episode. And right. I did that, which is cool. But, um, I still have to catch up on, uh, Supergirl and arrow and i think legends of tomorrow just the entire season for before the next season comes out i forgot <laughs> i forgot how many dc shows there are right yeah, now yeah there are five um, because we got well five on the cw because right. gotham is on five gotham is like its own thing yeah it's kind of like completely separate from all the other shows it is and it's kind of like um you know with dc and marvel it's like people often like there's like there's obviously kind of a balance between the two properties like dc makes not the greatest movies but really good tv shows and animated shows marvel makes really great movies and not the greatest um tv shows per se but really good netflix shows i was i was gonna say i I would argue that because a couple of those netflix shows are just 
stellar. Yeah, um, every every all of them but one, and I'm not gonna say which one for obvious reasons. I mean, we all know what that one is. <laughs> it's not great. It's not uh, great. I'm just hoping season two is a lot better than us. Yeah, I hopefully. don't even have Netflix. <laughs> I mean, you. I just there are workarounds around Netflix. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to have it. Not that we're you know promoting any kind of piracy or anything like that. That'd be wrong. But there, there is obviously ways around, and it's the internet is full of vast resources to do so. <laughs> I, I, I just had to take a moment to laugh while we were talking about comic stuff because Leah here just made this face that was just like she wanted to say something, but she didn't want to completely out herself as just like a huge comic book nerd. Go ahead. I I I, I just do it. But like, did you read Lights' comics though? I um I only have issues one to three. I haven't gotten four, five, and six. I have all of them. You need them all. Okay, I will <laughs> definitely make it a I'm, I will make it a goal I, to get the other three. Segue issues. into lights. I, I got I got a lot of Snapchats about that segue comic book lights. series. It's just like this lights comic is everything. Like, what is it like actually? Because um, like. I know it like a lot of the uh a lot of what goes on in the issues tie back to the album and I know I, I want I know that much, but I, is there anything more that I should know? It has some pretty real plot twists. Like I did not expect it to end the way that it did. Um Does it end on does it end on a cliffhanger? A little bit. Damn it. <laughs> Which is good, because that means that maybe there will be more. I don't like cliffhangers. It's leading into another album is what you're saying? I don't need another album. I just need more comic books from Lights. <laughs> no, I think you need another album. Let's be real. I mean, I need another album and not necessarily another comic book album. That's fair. Can Lights just have her own TV show? She she definitely should. But, you know, she has a lot to do. That. She's a mom. You know, yeah. she's oh, a musician. So obviously, she has to, like, you know, do she, things for the fans and whatnot. But yeah, she she just uh, playing it all. I I honestly didn't even I like the fact that she had a, a an album tie in with a comic. Like you don't hear that often. That's that's pretty no. crazy. Yeah, that's now like... we have a couple of other Toronto artists doing that same general thing. I think it's the weekend that's doing that. Oh yeah, really? I he, didn't know he's that. doing yeah. something in con- in conjunction with Marvel, actually. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. but it's like lights did it first, guys, and lights has been doing that kind of stuff forever. I don't know. Yeah, she's she like was... low key, just like kind of a trailblazer. It's not weird. low key. It's like high. Well, low, low key in that, like, I feel like she's not like on that, like, mainstream, like, popularity it's level. It's because she's Canadian. Like, I don't know when you guys started to get her all the time, but when she first started here, she was like, she was creating characters for herself from the get go. Like, when that wasn't a thing that people did, and she was Captain Lights. And there's actually, like, some throwbacks into Captain Lights in the comic books. Hmm. That's cute. And you can buy Captain Light's underwear. Wow. <laughs> Show up lights. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I, I, yeah. I'm definitely going to pry into those comics as soon as I can. But um, I've been also been reading a lot of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comics from Boom Studios, which are nominal. Ooh. And right now, the Shattered Grid event that's going on, it's there are like three more issues left until it goes into the next event. And there's also going to be a writer change, and they just announced the new uh, main team of the comic book series going forward, which has some of my favorite sixth sixth rangers in it. So I'm pretty stoked Ooh. on that. Oh, it's oh, that sounds great. Yeah, if you haven't read, 
the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comics, definitely check them out. Um, they're fantastic. If you thought like just like reading the like just watching the show would like do justice in terms of like everything you need to know about Power Rangers, the comics like they 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 blow your mind open. They're huh. that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When um there was that Twitch marathon that was just. They just played Power Rangers for like two Every weeks or something. Every single episode ever. Yeah. Uh, it was, I, I just kind of had that on in the background a Did lot. Did that while just I was ruin stuff. everyone's life? Uh, yeah. Everyone, like, it was just memes of Power Rangers for about three weeks. Gold. I love it because I literally have every season digitally. So it's like, <gasps> more than I, me. I, like, seeing some of the stuff that happened after I'd kind of like aged out of it, mm-hmm. uh, that's like those series go pretty wild yeah especially like in two i i i I refer to time force as like the peak of saban entertainment and what they were doing with power (laughs) rangers at the time because it's like they like they really hit like they i'm watching the japanese counterpart of that season and it's really good and i'm starting to see a lot of the contrast and similarities between Mm -hmm. both seasons american and japanese and it's like just what they were able to do for that entire season with 40 episodes and like how they brought over the ca- the character personality and all those things. It's like, why couldn't they do more of this now with the current <laughs> series that they have now? Cause the current series isn't all that great, give or take a few episodes, but it's like, um, I just wish we had more of that. And especially in the Disney era of Power Rangers too, like Disney owned Power Rangers for eight years. Out of those mm-hmm. eight years, there was like once there's one season that I will not mention that I just did not like. It just wasn't what I knew Disney was capable of doing. But then when 2009 came around and that was the last year owning Power Rangers, they went out with a bang with the darkest season that they've ever done. And it is still my favorite season to this day. And um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have a connotation about Power Rangers. Oh, it's childish. Oh, it's just for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also got to remember, like, people think anime is for kids and grown men watch anime and things of that nature. And it's like, people play video games. People think video games are a childish thing. It's like... Dad, you got to start a Power Rangers themed band. I honestly... honestly <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say I you should start be... a Power Rangers themed podcast no, because I feel like that's where this is going to end up going. I honestly <laughs> would at some point. Like, if I, I still know, choose to... Cons- I am, and like if I choose con- to continue music as something uh, I want to do, like a musician type thing, I'll definitely do it. Like my dream is to have a uh, Power Rangers themed drum set by SJC. Oh my god, yes, yeah, that would be pretty sick. It uh, would be. I'm just thinking, just thinking about it right now. It's like putting the biggest smile on my face, <laughs> which I actually it. needed because I, I like life has just been weird lately. But, uh, <laughs> I'm that. out of school, so which is that's cool because like I can do more of this and more of everything that doesn't. Yeah, congratulations on graduating! Thank Woo-hoo. you. Um, it feels great to not have to wake up at six thirty in the morning and oh uh, yeah, so I have fucked up American schools work. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's a great feeling, and um, I'm looking forward to more of it. And I'm just glad I finally have a summer vacation because like I. Like, the last two years, I didn't have a session at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I pretty much went to school way all the way through the end. It burned me out, but I made it, which is good. Um, Yay. Last questions. What do you guys have planned for the rest of the year and with, like, satellites? 
Oh, okay. Oh, right. I forgot this is a music podcast. <laughs> yeah, we went off on a whole tangent. But that's I, I that's it's good fine. content. It's, it's going to be good. You know, people like good conversations. Um, so we actually have some really cool shows booked right now. Yeah. Um, our first show is July 30th at Sneaky D's, where everyone in Toronto plays. Somebody um, should live stream that so I can watch it. I totally would. It's with Calling All Captains and my friends in Rival Town. Um, Calling All Captains is based out of like west, way west, all the way out in like Alberta. I oh, believe. okay. Uh, way west. Um, and they're killing it. I don't think the show has actually been announced yet, but we're opening for those people. So exclusive, right? So, Ooh, what, what? Tasty. Um, and then we have um, September. We are doing a benefit show for mental health, which is definitely an issue that's really, really close to us as a band. Yeah. Um, through my friend Faith's organization, Speak the Silence. Um, and in October, we're playing a Halloween birthday show with Kristen Karma, who is also from Out West, um, and this rock band called Euphoria. Um, so we're doing some shows yeah we got a few shows and then i guess more to be determined we're gonna try to do a cover of a paramore song but we won't tell you what paramore song okay um with a violinist friend of ours yes. um, named bridget who what what is her handle where can uh, people find her it's bridget i'd have to look it up i think it I is think it's bridget, bridget fiddle. fiddle yeah uh b-r-i-g-i-t fiddle she's um really awesome she's just been a uh, she's been a friend for a few years and she's like gotten weirdly popular over the last yeah. month and a half She's uh, killing it. where she just like got 30,000 followers on YouTube over two weeks or something ridiculous. Yeah. She plays at like comic cons and stuff like that. So we're going to try to do a cover with her. Yeah. She's a violinist. I should probably yeah. <laughs> clarify that. And, um, and then actually, uh, she, if anybody out there watches wrestling, she was when they were in Toronto and they had Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance, uh, she was one of the violinists in the ring, like that is jamming so cool. out. My phone uh, is ringing, and the phone is ringing over there. Oh, good, it rang once. Oh, no, shit. you want to go get it? You're closer. Yeah, I can go one grab it. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> that is so oh, cool. Oh, I think it's though. I okay, it's stopped. Of course, it stops the sensor. Okay, entrance. Like that's like something you put on your bucket list. Yeah, totally. Right. Like she's just like out there jamming in front of like twenty thousand people or whatever in the ECC. It's crazy. Yeah. So, and then our last thing is that we want to be recording our first full EP, which will be supporting the Muscle Memory single. We'll probably throw it on there as a bonus track. Yeah, um, bonus tracks are cool. I live for bonus tracks, honestly. But, like, I really love deluxe edition albums because it's like, yes, more music. Yeah, exactly. It's like- I, yeah, I would release something that long if the music industry wasn't didn't get bored so quickly. That's true. You know? Yeah. There seems to be a trend of, uh, like, shorter albums recently. Yeah. Or mini uh, albums, per se. You know, with, like, uh, Kanye West and Kid Cudi, that album is, like, seven yeah. songs. Yeah, it's, like, it's like 20 minutes tops. Yeah. Uh, that's how... It, that's, like, the most... Like, I feel like EP should be, like, at least five to six songs max. We're Once planning you- six songs. Okay, good. So... six songs right now. Um... And I mean, it's hard for me to like cut songs because when I write, they all kind of go together. Yeah. Right. Because I do, I typically am the person that starts all the songs. So we end up with these like, they're connected. It's a story, you know, Mm -hmm. just telling you about my feelings. It's just a whole progression through Leah's life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
So it'll be just like a a wild ride picking songs for the EP. Well, a good wild ride nonetheless, because clearly you guys are doing things that I honestly wish I had more time to um, put my my efforts towards. Not that I don't have enough time. It's just that like life is putting me in a different uh, position where I know things are changing. It's like I'm trying to sort of manage through all of that at the same time. But I'm really looking forward to for everybody hearing your single, um, I've heard it. It's great. You guys are oh, definitely going to like it too. And, um, you guys will definitely be, you guys will definitely be keeping in touch and keeping you, keeping a, a, an eye on you guys and making sure you guys are doing what you got to do out there. Cause right now the, the world needs more music in a time where, where things are getting divisive, more and more divisive. People are, are becoming more and more, um, closed off emotionally to the things around them like that we need a lot more music we need to to show each other it's okay to feel and you know music is the one thing that has definitely shown i have the utmost respect and admiration for anybody who takes their feelings or the life they've had put them on paper and really put them to someone's ears that they know may need it you know I'm, I'm really yeah. excited for you to start your Power Rangers theme band. <laughs> it, it'll You're happen just in time. It'll happen in time. Uh, but yeah, no, more music. Everybody support your local scenes. Just make sure there's more bands that are just constantly playing. And Of course, buy merch. Tip oh. your merch guys, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're a merch guy on, on your next show, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> tips, tips help, you know. I mean, a dollar goes a long way. Not as much as it used to, but... Hey, it helps. Every it dollar does. helps. Especially yeah. when you have to like pay two seventy five to ride the train to and from where you gotta go. Oh jeez. I don't yeah. I don't know how the exchange rate works, but it's like three twenty five here. Three twenty five. Yeah, Every so fare. it's around about the same. Yeah. But yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. I'm really glad you guys were down to do this. And for anybody looking to follow like satellites, where can they find you guys? So we are currently on Bandcamp, uh, like satellitesband.bandcamp.com. Um, YouTube, you'll have to just search us, like satellites. Um, our teaser video is up there. Facebook, uh, like satellites band as well. Instagram, like satellites band. Basically, if you're looking for us, it's like satellites band. Awesome. And if you guys want to follow me on Instagram as well, I do. I haven't posted in a little while, but that is going to change soon. Obviously, you can find me on Instagram at thadlovesbands underscore. And you can find anything relating to the podcast on there. And um, from everybody here at Punk Mouth Radio, have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic day. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Hydrate. Exfoliate. <laughs> Do all the good stuff your body needs, you know, because like living is important. And um, also brush your teeth. Don't forget to brush your. Nobody likes bad breath. And wear deodorant as well. Important. <laughs> these are these are all very important life skills. Vital life skills. You gotta brought give, to you gotta, by Punk Mouth. Of course, you gotta <laughs> give everybody vital life skills. But of course, in all seriousness, take care, guys. We'll see you yes, in the next. Thank episode. you for having us. No, this problem. was uh, this was real fun.